0: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and the guests. Hello, and welcome to episode 35 of Two Millennials One Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Gable.
1: I'm also Ethan Gable.
0: Fake news.
1: I'm Abby Richmond.
0: And today, we're talking about ghosts. <coughs> Before we get started today, I'd like to encourage you all to subscribe, share, post everywhere. Get this thing out here.
1: I don't have anything to add to that, but yeah, do that. We're
0: available on every podcasting app you can imagine. Yeah. Also, if you have yet to check out our playlist on Spotify, it's Two Millennials, One Playlist, and it is great. I turn it on every so often. It's fantastic. It's It's full of great songs. It's currently
1: what I'm listening to, because sometimes a playlist gets stale So you have to switch to something new. I was listening to the Tennessee Whiskey album by Chris Stapleton for a little while, but now I'm back on the Two Millennials One podcast grind.
0: Right on. The Two Millennials One playlist is great for cleaning the house or going on a run. Yeah. It's all kinds of just good bops to get your life done.
1: A nice little spicy variety.
0: Very good. Yeah, spicy. All right. As I stated before, we're talking about ghosts. We're on the precipice of fall. It is a gorgeous fall day out. Things are getting spooky. We're recording this in the studio, and no lights are on to add to the effect.
1: That he's not adding to the effect. His lights are never on. Don't let him lie to you. Ouch.
0: Hashtag shaming the audience. What have the
1: lights ever been on in this room?
0: Every time. <laughs> <laughs> You're so full of it. It's fall, and it's spooky. So I thought we'd talk about ghosts. Let's just go put it out here. Abby, do you believe in ghosts? Yes. And per usual, I don't. So <laughs> this will be a classic skeptic and true believer type of episode.
1: I feel like it's always interesting that we get along so well together, but most of the stuff we disagree on.
0: Literally everything to an extent, <laughs> but that's what makes it work.
1: Have you never had like a an encounter in which you don't have an explanation for it and you're like, hmm.
0: Even if I did have some encounter that I could not explain, I would not attribute it to the remnants of some spirit or human left behind type of thing.
1: I thought it was very apropos that we are talking about ghosts today because last night at Chal, the uh, fire alarms went off at 1am and everybody saw this figure in a robe just standing watching everything happen. And it seemed to have come from literally nowhere and then as soon as the alarms went off it disappeared. Intriguing. Yeah.
0: So for a formal definition of a ghost, and we'll all get on the same page here, a ghost is said to be the soul or spirit of a dead person or animal that can appear to the living.
1: Is an apparition something different?
0: No, I think an apparition could fall under the ghost heading.
1: A spirit is different though. Spirit is what a ghost is in form, in visual form.
0: We're going to get into the debate here of spirits and whatnot, but some other types of ghosts that we... Could mention, or that you as a listener might be thinking of poltergeists, orbs, interactive spirits, residual hauntings, and non human spirits like demons and those type of things. So, this runs a whole gamut, and we'll dig into some of these. We'll start with interactive spirits, and I think this is traditionally what most people think of when they think of ghosts like, oh, my house is haunted, there is some spirit that moves papers around or does these things that I can't explain. I assume you believe in those as well.
1: Okay, I actually think I don't. If ghosts exist, I feel like they have better things to do than that.
0: So you don't think someone dies and their spirit is just haunting the earth? They
1: could be tethered. Haunting the earth? I mean, I don't think they're haunting it. I only think that ghosts haunt things if it's a vengeful spirit. If something happened that won't let them be a normal ghosty ghost.
0: You're more of on board with like a poltergeist, like something that is more malicious and vengeful.
1: Yeah, I think there's separate types of ghosts, just like there's separate types of people. So like, I think that a regular ghost is just gonna kind of exist, just kind of hang out. We have one of those at my uncle's house and you're gonna laugh at me.
0: No, let's hear about your ghost.
1: Okay, so it has something to do with males because none of the females in the family have ever seen it. But if you sleep in the living room, there's this couch that points down a hallway corridor situation and near a really, really old library. And at about two o'clock in the morning, this woman dressed in black will come from the dining room and she'll stand at the end of the corridor and just stand facing the couch. And then after like 10 or 15 minutes, she'll go on to the next room and like disappear into the little library.
0: Is that a residual haunting of just something that happened in the past that continues to yeah. happen? Yeah. Okay.
1: Like, have you ever seen Being Human? No. It's a show about like vampires, werewolves, and ghosts. Some of the ghosts, if they can't let go of something, they just relive their deaths often. And so one of the main characters, Sally, keeps reliving her husband, pushing her down the stairs, and her dying. And so that's her thing that she just has to keep reliving all the time. So I think that this being is just like reliving some everyday action that she used to do of some sort.
0: I see. So not malicious, just there.
1: Right, because she isn't doing anything. She's just hanging out. I also am kind of confused about are they in the same realm as us or do they exist and they don't see us?
0: I'll go down this rabbit hole with you. There are opinions that ghosts live in another dimension that we can't perceive or they can't perceive us. Right. us. I think
1: it's like a like a Venn diagram situation and just occasionally the two worlds overlap and that's when we can see them.
0: But I feel, again, just to play devil's advocate <laughs> here, they would have to see us because those people that believe that there are malicious ghosts or their house is haunted, like I spent last night watching a ton of YouTube videos of supposed haunted places and everything I saw grew. Granted, it is probably fake, but if it weren't, these spirits or ghosts or whatever, they're being slightly malicious or trying to get noticed or attention. They're slamming doors. They're throwing glasses off the shelf. Yeah,
1: I don't think any of that's real. So
0: you think all of that's fake? Yeah. So basically, every ghost demonstrated in a horror movie, you're not, right. you, you don't believe in those. Right. Interesting. What about the ghosts that ghost hunters go look for when they take a picture and they see an no. orb in the picture or they hear a, an electromagnetic? magnetic pulse on their radar. Mm -mm. None of that. Mm -mm. So you're more of like just residual hauntings. You believe Mm -hmm. in that. Yeah. All right. So here's where I will come in as a skeptic. There is zero scientific reproducible evidence of ghosts. Zero. None. And that's all I need. I know there aren't ghosts. I know it is a human mental construct. When there are things that cannot be explained, humans attribute ghosts to that or they attribute things that just yeah. aren't there. So you
1: just can never get on board with anything that can't be scientifically backed up.
0: To an extent, yeah. And No,
1: it's not even to an extent. Tell me one thing that you believe in that isn't backed up by evidence.
0: All right, you got me there. I need evidence to believe things, and I don't think that's a bad way to live life. Is it less fun? Perhaps. I think ghosts are cool. I like to entertain the notion, but at the end of the day, there aren't ghosts. I've never experienced anything in my life that would make me say, ooh, maybe there are ghosts. The fact that we all carry cameras around in our pockets, the fact that we have some crazy technology, and still there isn't any definitive, like, oh my God, look at this video evidence of a ghost. There should be that. If there were to be ghosts, we would need some of
1: that. Totally Tell me the government didn't plant dinosaur bones in the earth.
0: What are you... What does that mean?
1: There's no way you can prove that dinosaurs ever existed. Ah,
0: so you're giving me that argument. I hear a lot of religious people give me this argument for God as well. They're like, (laughs) oh... You believe that Pluto is out there. Do you have any proof of that? No. I trust science. I trust Yeah, so NASA. you're trusting
1: in something that you haven't done your own personal research on, so it's just Correct. Blind, blind faith like ours is.
0: I accept that argument, but one seems real. Boom,
1: toasted. Yeah,
0: you toasted me, all right. But ghosts are in that same category. There's no proof of it. However, that seems to not phase people. In a 2017 study by YouGov, they've shown and they continue to show that almost half of Americans believe in the existence of ghosts so you're not alone
1: i mean because like why not
0: yeah and that was part of the reason too the reasons why people believe in ghosts a they're hardwired like i was talking about earlier we like to make sense of things as humans some things don't make sense some tie the belief to life after death and we'll get into this in a second and then the third column there was just people want to believe in ghosts so (laughs) they do they think it's cool
1: I think a lot of it is my natural predisposition to want to have answers to everything and I really like the world to just be tied up in a neat little bow. So when I don't have answers to some things then I get really frustrated. So I like to have something to explain. What goes on.
0: And that's fair. I mean, a lot of people are religious because of that same reason. They like things to make sense and be tied up in a bow. And the world's not like that. That's something you, as you grow up, you realize there is no order or sense to any of this. But if you need that to make sense, then yeah, you believe in ghosts, you believe in God. There are things that can make that seem better. So yeah, I can respect that.
1: You want to know what I was thinking about in psych class yesterday? Sure. Okay, so you know how our brain processes colors and things? Yes. Not like literally how, but the fact that it does. Yes. What is there in existence to say that the same color that you call blue is what I am perceiving as blue?
0: I think that all the time. Yeah, there's nothing. Then there's no way to prove that we both see the same thing as blue.
1: Or like how I perceive a person's literal face could be different. Definitely. Because like maybe one of my eyes is slightly sideways.
0: For sure. We all perceive the world in our own unique way. And we all just kind of try to agree on how the things are perceived.
1: Yeah, so maybe some people aren't perceiving certain things that happen in the world.
0: Such as ghosts.
1: Yes, or maybe there's like something wired in their brain so that their brain tells, like is sending information that they picked up on that wasn't really there, you know? Like it's creating this thing that wasn't there. Like maybe the people that are seeing ghosts are slightly psychotic.
0: Interesting. I don't know if I'd go that far, but...
1: It's just a possibility.
0: No, it is for sure. And you're tapping into exactly what I think this ghost belief is i think people that want to believe i think people that are predisposed or think that this is a possibility are a hundred percent more likely to see something there is it there no yeah it's it's like a
1: placebo effect it
0: definitely is i mean think about it if you enter a haunted house at night some like place where a bunch of people were murdered, and you already believe in ghosts, what's going to happen? Those noises that you hear, you're going to attribute that to ghosts. Like
1: when you go downstairs in your basement and the lights are all off and you think that someone's down there, it, then you start attributing everything that happens while you're down there. To,
0: exactly. Or yeah. you're alone, you're home alone, you hear these noises, and you know if it were daylight, you would immediately be rational and be like, oh, that's probably this. But at night, you get freaked out and you start thinking, and you're like, oh, God, that's probably something creepy. If you want to believe, if you're predisposed, absolutely... You're going to attribute everything to that and you're going to start, Mm. quote unquote, seeing ghosts or your mind's going to fill in those gaps or those explanations with the idea of like, oh, yeah, this is haunted. There's a ghost right there.
1: And I just think that's fun, even if it's not real.
0: And I don't dispute that. I love being creeped out and haunted. I just don't think there's any basis for any of it. I think it's all in our heads.
1: So isn't love in your head?
0: It is. And that's not real either.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you believe in love, don't you?
0: In the sense, oh, we're not going down this path.
1: No, go down the path.
0: Love is a construct. It's something that humans do. I don't think it's some innate thing.
1: Right. So, if we just make it up, why can't you just make up ghosts because there isn't anything to provide you for a reason to create love?
0: There is social utility in love.
1: No, there's not. There you can is. get married to someone and not be in love with them.
0: I agree, but love helps in rearing and reproducing and continuing your species. There is a social You utility don't even in want love. to do that, though. Correct.
1: So why does it matter?
0: I am the terrible example of human evolution and continuing that line of humans. I'm not good for that, but...
1: Thank goodness you're not reproducing.
0: The <laughs> there is social utility for love for sure. But what is the social utility for ghosts? I know what it is. I know why people think there are ghosts. It comforts them. Yeah. It explains things that can't be explained. If you've had a loved one die, so many people say, oh, I saw that person as a ghost. And that's like their way of getting over that or letting go. Like I said, a lot of people think that after a loved one has died, that, that loved one visits them to tell them everything's okay. And yeah, they, I don't think that's real life. They're always like, oh, things are
1: great. <gasps> okay, but I have a good story. So this is real life. So it was like my freshman year, I think, that my grandpa had cancer and he was starting to die the one night we knew it was like tonight that he was gonna pass away so we were all crashed in the living room and my mom and my uncle and my grandma were like eating in the living room this is at like 2 a.m okay all of a sudden my dog jumps off of the couch and runs outside and starts barking at my grandpa's old airplane hangar that's where he spent all of his time and like that's where he was always at anytime people came over because he had really bad anxieties he wasn't all about people so she just starts barking at this Hanger, And I go to get my dog and my mom goes to check on my grandpa to make sure like my dog didn't freak him out or anything. And he had passed away. Moral of that story, my dog totally sensed my grandpa leaving.
0: I hear a lot of stories like that, not to undermine yours. Yeah,
1: but like tell me what explains that all of a sudden my sleeping dog wakes up at 2am and barks at a hangar.
0: Coincidence. I mean, weird things like that happen. At the exact
1: time that my grandfather yeah,
0: died. Weird things like that happen all of the time. And then for someone that wants to believe that's something spiritual, that's a ghost. And then for me, that's just coincidence.
1: But that's no fun.
0: I know it's no fun, but it's, it's a more rational approach.
1: Does that not give you gooseys?
0: I mean, a little bit. Yeah. Like, I'm throwing myself out here a bit for this podcast. I'm stretching the edge of my belief to at least have this conversation, but at the end of the day, I think it's just a coincidence. That's a great segue, though, to my next thing. This idea of a ghost or this idea of a spirit or anything that falls into this category is the idea of a human dying and their soul moving on or not moving on. That is what this is all based on, which brings me to my next question. I assume you believe that humans have a soul. Yes. And you think it is something metaphysical and outside our body.
1: Yes. This is something I'm not really like 100% on, but I think so.
0: I mean, it would have to be, right? If you believe in ghosts, what else would explain that? If we didn't have a soul, how could you have a ghost?
1: Right. And my idea, it's like ghosts or anything here is just something that hasn't been able to fully move on to whatever happens next. So, yeah, I guess they have a soul because their body's dead, but like something is holding them here.
0: Which would say that you have a soul and I have a soul. Right. I don't think we have a soul.
1: I know you don't.
0: I think it's the firing of our neurons in our brain that after millennia of evolution has produced us being able to be cognizant and aware, which is freaky. But I think when we die, it all shuts down. Yeah. Do
1: you know how rad it is the fact that like brains work?
0: It is insanely because rad. Because they're
1: in there in a dark place in your skull, just living their own life and firing billions of synaptic nerves yeah. every second and taking in so much input, like the visual and the audio and like the fact that you're touching a couch and the fact that you're comprehending what I'm saying and the fact that literal random sounds are forming these words that we created someone else's brain created to mean something yeah and you're understanding it
0: it is an insane process to the point we don't even understand what goes on in the brain we have such a minuscule understanding of that and props to our brain for that but I think if it can do all those things then it can simulate awareness and self-recognition and all of the things that we attribute to our soul. So I think when you are brain dead, when that process stops, that's it. I don't think your soul floats up through you to heaven or hell or the earth still. So that's why I can't believe in ghosts. If it's done when you're brain dead, then there can't be ghosts. Hmm. But that's a huge argument there. I mean, I can't convince you there's no soul. That's not going to do any good. I mean, that's a religious tenet there. That's the whole thing religion is. If you're going to an afterlife, it's not your body going. It's your soul. So you have to have one. All right, so here's what really freaks me out. Even though I don't believe in any of this, the idea of a demon, and I guess this is probably from my religious upbringing that has instilled this idea and fear into me, but let's say this is all real and there are demons or even evil spirits floating around. That seems concerning. Do demons creep you out? Do you uh, uh, believe in demons? I mean, it's, as the religious one of us, yes. you believe in demons.
1: Yeah. Do I think that they have tangible forms? No like any of those scary movies. I also don't think they can possess you. I don't think that's a thing. But there is a story in the Bible where this guy was possessed by a demon and then the demon got sent into a a pig, a, a herd of pigs yeah. and they ran off a cliff. So yeah, I don't so really know. If
0: you believe the Bible is literal truth. Then... But I
1: don't believe the Bible is literal truth. So I think <laughs> that maybe it could have just been a parable to demonstrate visually what, It's like to be free of sin and your demons, you feel me? Sure. Because sometimes back then, it wasn't necessarily easy to relay information, especially textual information, because not everybody could read. So I think that parables were really necessary to get the point across.
0: So all of the Catholic exorcisms and all of that jazz you think is just not real?
1: Absolutely not.
0: I'm glad we can agree to that. Yeah. The idea of a demon, I find the horror movies that are truly the scariest, they usually have some sort of demon in it. It may not even possess anything. It's just some mean or evil entity causing havoc. Mm -hmm. And if you are religious and you truly buy into that and there's an idea of angels then there should be an idea of demons and those seem like scary things to mess with.
1: Because demons are just fallen angels that went with Lucifer, right?
0: In theory, I suppose. Yeah. Hmm. Basically, you're hanging out with Satan's buddies if you get a demon involved. What about Ouija boards and that kind of stuff?
1: I've never messed with them. One time my brother brought one home for like funsies during a hangout with a bunch of us because that was one of our things. The whole squad, we'd always watch scary movies. Anyway, so one night bought a Ouija board and came home and my mom flipped. He had to go return it to Hastings. <laughs> so we've never really interacted with one and I don't, I don't really want to. Because even if it isn't real, I just like, I don't want to take my chances.
0: So from what I gather from you, you believe solely in residual hauntings. You don't believe in evil spirits necessarily or ghosts interacting with with you but you're afraid to mess with a Ouija board yeah if in some future episode you came over and in the studio right here on our table there was a Ouija board you wouldn't put oh your hands on God. it Oh my because I've never played with one either <laughs> and it's not that I'm afraid of them did you
1: do that Charlie Charlie thing you remember that
0: the charlie charlie thing
1: charlie charlie are you here and it was like with a pencil do you remember that i
0: I know of that i've never done it though me neither what about the bloody mary thing in the mirror
1: i've done that but it just like scares me that i never finish because like i know nothing's gonna happen
0: exactly none of this is real but it is kind of creepy i agree with
1: you because like i a hundred percent know nothing's gonna happen but like oh my god
0: This is the thing I like about ghosts and all of this, is it, it is truly creepy. I am human enough to respect that and understand that. Just at the end of the day, like you said, we know, or I know, it's not real. None of it is.
1: Well, it's like classical conditioning, because you see all of the stuff in movies that, like, you know that doing this in the mirror comes with getting scared peeless. Why are you going to go do it? Because you know what comes next. Right.
0: Yeah, I think we are, as humans, classically conditioned to believe in ghosts just all the way across. So That's a great psychology point you bring up there. If you're religious, you're told you have a soul and it passes on. I mean, that's a recipe for ghosts. If you like movies or horror movies, you see ghosts. You just grow up in a culture where Mm -hmm. ghosts are a thing. I get it. I see why half of Americans believe in ghosts or want to believe in ghosts.
1: Is it half? Is that what you said? Yeah. That's a lot.
0: It is a lot. So definitively, I still have a vote for no ghosts ever. And are you still dealing with your residual hauntings and whatnot? Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. There are certain instances of ghosts that I can get behind.
0: Right on. Well, just for listeners, I plan on doing a Halloween episode, and it is kind of scary in the sense of podcasting, as you probably saw that link that mine's posted about how podcasts- Oh my gosh, That bubble is bursting, and I even see it in our listens. I think people are getting tired of podcasts, but- I don't even do it for the lessons. I do it because it's fun. Yeah. But for the Halloween episode, which I would love to do, I think we should get a Ouija board in here. Okay.
1: And it's I think your house, not mine. I think we
0: should try to invoke some spirits. Yeah, it's
1: going to be that spirit of whatever is buried in your yard. It
0: might be in the mushroom patch. Yeah. Yeah. And the lady that lived here forever that I bought the house from, she lived till like 105 and she just recently died. I wonder if we could conjure her back.
1: But she's not gonna be tied here because she didn't die here.
0: Maybe, but this was her life, you know. This was her house.
1: Did she live here the majority of her life? Probably. Okay, then maybe she'll be here. I
0: think she's the one that built the house and Ooh. lived in it the whole Ooh.
1: time.
0: So maybe we can get her back. Look forward to that, folks. We're gonna we're gonna churn some demons on the Halloween episode.
1: We should also eat something Scooby Doo themed. Because <laughs> I always attribute Halloween to Scooby Doo.
0: I don't, but I can get on board with that. Yeah. I do enjoy some Scooby Doo.
1: All right, my dude. Do you have a song pick of the week?
0: I do. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I'll go first. My song pick of the week is a song called Cherokee by John Moreland. And John Moreland is a big boy. I'm <clears throat> surprised he's alive, honestly. Not to be rude, but that is a big man. But he has a lovely voice. And it's very, it's kind of a depressing song. And it's just, it's right up my alley right now. Cherokee. Cherokee.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna check it out. My song pick is "Left Hand Free" by Alt J. Love Alt J. Yeah,
0: Alt J is a very unique artist, but he writes some bops.
1: Breezebox is an absolute. That's a good bop. one.
0: Absolutely. And in cold blood. He's got some good tunes. All right, folks. Thanks for listening to this week's spooky episode. Please tune in next week for another great episode about something. And check us out in a few weeks for a Halloween episode where we get some creepy demons to visit Abby and haunt her for the rest of her existence.
1: If next week is my last episode, it was nice meeting you all. Whoa.
0: Do you think we did enough to conjure spirits here? No. All right. There's work to do. Have a great week, everybody.
1: We'll be seeing ya.